and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Surprise Steve Barber. And joining me, as always, is the awesome co-host, Delicious Dwayland Davis. Hey, everybody. And we are going to now do a review of yep. Crowd Jewel because all I can say is Logan Paul. Wow. Yeah, he was very impressive. <clears throat> yeah. And because I remember texting you, I was like, dude, and I and I put this on our the the podcast Twitter account. It's like Logan Paul's legit. Mm-hmm. Did not think I'd ever say that, but I mean, he came ready. Um, and I even saw some people say if he would have walked out with the belt, they wouldn't have been mad about it. Now I don't know about I'm, I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. No. The right yeah. person won, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, we'll get into. Uh, that match and plus the other, I believe it was seven matches. Mm-hmm. Um, some were good, some you know left a little bit to be desired. Yeah, yeah, there um, was a there was a couple that I was like, mm, this could have been a lot better. Yeah, um, but you know, I do want to talk about some other news real quick. And it was, this was I saw this today, and you said you had saw it as well. NWA world champion Nick Aldis apparently is no longer the world champion and he has basically been suspended. Well, actually, he's not he he wasn't the world champion. Uh Trevor Murdoch is the current. Oh, okay. Um, that that you know what I knew that too. He had lost it a while back, but yeah, he's he's been having problems with uh Billy Corgan for a while. Okay. They've been kind of butting heads about stuff because uh think like creatively like billy wants to go one direction and nick thinks it's supposed to stay a certain way some of it i think nick thinks that the belt should always stay on him and Mm. because in in this current iteration of the nwa he's held the belt the longest he held it for like almost three years before he dropped it and uh i get the feeling that They've kind of moved, they've moved away from him as like the centerpiece of the company, and I think he's not very pleased about it. So it's a it's kind of similar to a CM Punk situation. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of an ego thing, uh, especially with the way that he went about telling the news. You know, he just you know he's just giving out contract details and all that stuff, and it's like, dude. Like he he said when his contract was up, said that he um, haven't. I think he put it as he didn't have a good working relationship with Billy Corgan anymore and things like that. And it's like, dude, that is not the way. And so mm. I mean, he got suspended. The NWA is like, nah, you're not going to badmouth us and then turn around and still collect those checks. So. They pulled him from everything. They pulled Ooh. him from the pay-per-view this coming weekend. They pulled him from TV tapings, all promotional stuff. He's been pulled. And that comes back to, even if you are not having a good work situation, because I've actually talked about mine a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't hate my company. Right. I'm not going to badmouth my company. I don't hate my boss. I don't hate my boss's boss. You know, I actually work with a lot of good people. It's just some work demands um, start have started to become a little too much for my old self. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't think it'll it's it's actually calmed down now, thankfully. Uh, and it's not something that occurs all the time, but it is something that can come up. And you know, so I've actually I've actually talked to my boss. I've been you know I've uh, been cordial about it. I mean, they they've been very supportive of me. But I've never mentioned the name of my company on the podcast that I can remember. Right. Nope. Not that I can. No, nope. Not that I remember. Yep. And I know you've never mentioned the name of your company Mm-mm. either. Nope. Uh, so, because you know, and I knew that even when I was in the Air Force, um, when I was having some issues with some leadership, I just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't blast it all over Facebook or MySpace at the time, you know, yeah. as well. Um, you know, people, you know, people who knew me, I mean, they knew there was, you know, uh, especially people who were like right there, they knew there were some issues going on, but they also knew I was never going to bash, <laughs> you know, the air force. Right. Um, so for Nick Aldis, I mean, he just made himself, um, as the way, you know, our friend Kyle put it about CM Punk, he's kind of making himself into a malcontent. Yep. Yep. Which is going to be hard for him to get work elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. His con his contract's up at the end of December. Yep, he'll be a, he'll be a free agent after that. But it looks like he's going to sit out the rest of that contract because uh, he's suspended indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, he badmouthed the company publicly. Yeah, yep. That's what happens when you run your mouth. Not yep. thinking. No, I mean, granted, he's gonna he's gonna be out for the next two months getting paid. Yeah, you know, but still. Oh, but speaking of people moving around, um, Double J, Jeff yeah. Jarrett is now all elite. Yep. So that means he has now worked in some capacity with, uh, let's see, WWE, NWA, all elite. And there was at least one other one. Yeah. Um, GCW. Uh, yep. um, i trying to think. There was another one, but I can't think of what it is. But the man has hit, you know, it's, and he's been in some high-profile stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was part of Ric Flair's supposed last match. Supposedly. Uh, supposedly. And he we'll was see. also... Yeah, uh, he was also the special referee. In fact, you saw him. Mm-hmm. You saw him in person yep. doing At his little, Yep. Yeah, when he was a special referee for no reason. Yeah, there. Yeah, there was no reason for that. Just simply because they were in Nashville. Yeah. So, but either way, he's all elite now. So we'll have to see where this goes. And apparently, he smacked Darby Allen upside the head with a guitar. I, I didn't see it. He did. Yep, he did. Uh, okay, why are you going to smack? I like Darby Allen. Yeah, I, mean, I do too, but <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't have done it, but uh, but then then again, there's a lot of things I wouldn't have done when it comes to wrestling. That's why we armchair book. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but before we really get started, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info and make sure I don't forget anything like I did last week because I didn't remember until like almost initial. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot something. Um mm-hmm. If you would like to email the show, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. Instagram is also the same thing. Twitter, it's at bookingarmchair. On 
TikTok, it is at Armchair Booking. You can find us on YouTube as far as if you want to catch the video, which by the way, we need some more subscribers. We've hit 52, so it is rising. Awesome. It's rising yeah. slowly. Uh, we're still trying to hit that 100. Yeah, but hopefully, you know, when because we've made some pretty good contacts with some other fellow podcasts, mm-hmm. which, you know, which I'll mention as well, uh, because we, we're, we have some collaborations scheduled and we're trying to set up some other ones, trying to set up some interviews. Uh, so hopefully we can grow that uh, because we've kind of, we've kind of plateaued and now it's starting to creep up again, again, which yeah. is, which is good. As far as audio platforms go, you can find us in just about any audio platform that you can think of. If we're not there, let one of us know, let both of us know, just let us know. And we would do whatever we can to get ourselves added. If you'd like to reach directly out to Dwaylon on social media, it's on Twitter. It's at fat underscore daddy 73 because he is the fat daddy along with Big Mama. They also have their own social media, their YouTube and TikTok channel. Just look up Big and Fat. Yep. And and if you want to go to our merch, I'm going to get this out of the way because that's what I forgot last week. <laughs> go to tpublic.com slash users slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. And you can find all sorts of merch, including this coffee mug here. Huh? Uh, not this shirt that I have on because this is like a, a just kind of a prototype logo I was trying out. But then it evolved. But look what I found. Cool. Yeah, it was it was missing for a little bit. Found out the other day we were doing some cleaning and it somehow got shoved up underneath the cushion. But that means people sat on it and it it didn't move. Unfortunately, the store does not have these anymore. The tumblers, mm-hmm. they do have the regular coffee mugs. You can get the t-shirts, you can get the hoodies, you can get the face masks, you can get your phone cases, like so. Hmm? Those of you, you know, watching the audio, you just have to kind of imagine what it looks like. (laughs) Uh, Just think about it, though, it's a phone case. It actually has the logo you might be looking at right now on the audio platform, except for this particular phone case, the colors are reversed. I have white letters with a red ring. So kind of makes it pop a little bit, to be honest with you. You know, but but if I also have another podcast called The Cubicle Chat. Uh, you can also find that on any audio platform. That one's not on video. I don't know if it ever will go to video, to be honest with you. But um, that one last week, we talked about horror movies. This week, in in reference to Veterans Day, we're going to be talking about like military and in movies. Okay. Um, and part of that, we'll probably be doing a review of Top Gun Maverick because I watched that last night. I saw on Facebook, you said you watched, you finally got around to watching that. Yep. And I have questions. I just. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of questions about that movie, but it's a good movie. Um, I'm not going to say it was up to all the hype that was around it, mm-hmm. but, but I mean, it is still really good. If you like the original Top Gun, you'll like this one. Um, yeah, I just, there you go. So, but anyway, so speaking of expectations, what were your expectations of Crown Jewel? Because we talked about it last Thursday, but uh, I try to keep them low because <laughs> every time I get really excited about a WWE pay per view, they tend to let me down. So I try to keep my expectations low. I will say they the show did exceed my expectations. We'll get into it, but there was at least one match that I was like, uh, "This could have been so much better." Just a couple of little things I could have done and made it so much better, but I'll explain that when we get to that match. Um, I will, I'm going to pull up the match list because I, I, I do remember the first match. Uh, um, 
I was a little surprised this one was the opening match and it was Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. I was too. Uh, um, but that's probably because Brock probably left right after the match. Uh, that's, well, that's true. Um, but um, I enjoyed this match. I think it, it I think it should have went longer than what it did. Mm-hmm. Both guys can go longer than what they gave them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that Brock was on the defensive ninety yes. percent of the match. I like that they let that they let Bobby Lashley dominate him. He only he didn't he didn't beat Bobby he didn't win so to speak he escaped yeah and I like that twist I still think Bobby Lashley should have won but at least I like the way that they did it plus if you look at the replay his shoulder was not down his so, right shoulder was up so they've they've already have the the built-in controversy which will yep. lead to a rematch mm-hmm. and then Bobby snapped and put him in the hurt lock after the match which I was fine with and. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but all in all, I thought it was a good match. It was what I expected from these two. Uh, like I said, I uh, still feel that Bobby Lashley should have won, but I like the way that they that the match was structured. Uh, one thing about the ending, besides the week, you know, he fell on him, even though they're both collegiate wrestlers. You know, yeah. um, I still would have booked a double countout, um, like them fighting like everywhere, not even caring. Yeah. You know, uh, but that's just me. I think they're just doing the now. They've got one apiece against each other, so now we get a now we got to get the rubber match. But I'm hoping they okay. wait a little while for the rubber match, build up a little more anticipation for it, and then have it instead of just hopefully they don't hot shot it and have it at the Survivor Series in three weeks. God, that is only three weeks away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Woo. Um. I don't forget. Oh, you think Bobby Lashley, you think he's turning heel? Um, it's possible. I mean, he was a great heel when I mean when he was heel, I, he I thought it was some of his best work. So if he is, I'm all for it. If he does go heel, I say put him back with MVP because Bobby Lashley bring, as a heel should not talk. Yeah. Bring back the hurt business. Put all those yes. guys back together. Thank you. Um, and now they have Omos, almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or uh, I keep wanting to call him almost. Because <laughs> that kind of actually describes him. Um, but we'll get to that match yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that could be an unstoppable faction right there. Oh, oh yeah. And I don't know what that was Vince McMahon who broke him up. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. So put them back together and put some belts on them. Mm-hmm. There we go. But I haven't really, not really heard a lot of um, blowback from this match. I hadn't either. Everybody that I, everything I've seen on Twitter, um, everybody seemed to enjoy the match. There were a few people that had the same thought that I did that the match needed to go a little longer. I feel like it was just really getting in the second gear when the pinfall happened. So that's my honestly, that's my only true complaint is that the match was too short. Yeah, six minutes long. That was it. Yeah. And, you know, I did see people making comments. Well, maybe one of them had to go to the bathroom, you know. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, and I'm old enough. I can appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Me too. You know, it's like, hey, look, um, I got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's going to get really, it's going to get bad in here in a second. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
but I think, well, I think I was calling for the double count out. Did you call Brock winning or did you call, uh, Bobby, you call Bobby winning? I called Bobby winning. Okay. So we were both wrong. <laughs> so um, next match, it was damage control beating Miss Bliss and Asuka. Which we both called it that they yeah. were going to get the titles back. So, so to me, it made no sense to put the titles on Miss Bliss and Asuka and then five days later have them drop them. It kind of de- devalues the titles. Yep. Um, and because that was one of my, you know, that's been a lot of people's biggest complaint is that WWE, you know, hot potatoes their championships and then. You got a five-day reign for Oscar and Bliss, and then I don't see there being a rematch because Nikki Cross attacked Bliss. You know, cost them the match and the titles. So there, there goes Miss Bliss's feud with Nikki Cross, leaves Oscar with nothing to do, and Damage Control have the tag titles back. I read something yesterday. And I actually made a comment on uh, the Dad World Order podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, you should check them out. They go live, I, I want to say it's Sunday, every every Sunday, 9 o'clock. But mm-hmm. they were actually talking about that, and I actually let them comment because um, I'd read it. The Saudis wanted to see a title change. Makes sense. Got to appease the people that are cutting checks. So. Yep, and not just a little bit of a check. Oh no, this is, <laughs> this is that sweet Saudi money. Was it what oh, yeah. um yeah um yeah you cut out there for just for a second. I, I believe it was what is it, like twenty million dollars? I think so. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, it was an obscene amount of money. So but um but yeah, they wanted to see a title change, and so well there you go. There you go. I mean, and not a bad match. I mean, I, I think no, not a especially yeah. with the talent that was in the ring. Not a exactly. bad match at all. But just, I just feel like it devalues the title some when you have such short mm-hmm. title reigns. Yeah, I mean, it almost feels like Vince Russo was the one calling it. Yeah, it's, it felt like an attitude error match. Yeah, swerve. Yeah, but <laughs> but damage control have the tag title, so. Yes, and, we'll move on from there. <laughs> and now there's also, you know, the speculation Miss Bliss is going to be going back with Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, because they showed the Bray Wyatt symbol and she kind of freaked out for a minute. And yep. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I like I liked it when they were together. I mean, um, I now granted, I don't I'm not a fan of the fiend Bray Wyatt. I like, you know, the initially I liked it, but I think it I think it should have been used sparingly. Right, not a full time gimmick, especially don't put it on the belt. Yeah, he didn't. That character did not need the belt. Twice right. they put the belt on. Yeah, and it made need... the it made the belt with the face. I'm like, why are you doing that? I mean, that's yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the personalized belts. I don't like the spinner. I don't like the smoking gun belt. You know, or the smoking skull, whatever it is. Yeah, that, that Stone Cold had. I'm just you know, this definitely did not like the wooden belt that Daniel Bryan had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it's hemp. The eco-friendly championship. <laughs> yes. Like, well, it's a belt made out of hemp. I'm like, no, it's not. It's plywood. Yeah. You can go down to Lowe's and get that. <laughs> and, you know, and like get a wood burning set at the Sears catalog. Yeah. There you go. 
Get yourself a belt. There you go. <laughs> but, oh. But either way, I mean, I don't know where they're going to go from here. I mean, like you said, Nikki Cross, I mean, she's kind of getting involved. I like Psycho Nikki Cross better than Nikki yes. ASH. Um, yeah. And actually, I didn't mind Nikki ASH. I didn't I knew, mind it. Because I knew the person behind that could still go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, mind it, but I knew that there was a, a very low ceiling for that gimmick. Right. And they pushed it beyond the ceiling as soon as they had her cash in, win the title. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not working. And they're, they're, they're like, get it off of her quickly. Yeah. And Yeah. Oh, but the next match, Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross uh, in the cage match. First I'll be all, honest, I was bored. Yeah. That match, the match bored me. It and it shouldn't. It's a cage match with, with two guys who are brutal normally. Yeah. And One. I will also say Karen Cross's entrance music is Oh yeah. Yeah, just absolutely it's, on fire. Yeah. Uh but what was where else were you gonna say? I was just gonna say one, the match needed some color. I always feel like mm-hmm. cage matches need some color. Uh I'm not saying you gotta bleed just you know, buckets or anything, but a little color would have added to, would have added to the match. And I just don't feel like the match was brutal enough considering who's in the match and the stipulation. And then to top it off, Drew McIntyre wins, which to me just makes Karrion Cross look weak. They're kind of, he's kind of, they're kind of already sticking him in that hole that Bray Wyatt ended up in where mm-hmm. he talks a big game and his promos are great, but then when he gets to the match, the match is nowhere near as good as we're expecting it to be, and then he loses. And the whole point of the cage also was to keep Miss Scarlet. Yeah, to keep from... Scarlet out, and it didn't. She interfered through the whole match, which is another thing. There's nothing wrong with interference for a heel. Right. But when you're relying on the manager, so to speak, to do all the heavy lifting, then it makes it makes the wrestler look weak. Like this is the second time this is the second match in a row. She interfered in Cardiff. That's the only reason he beat Drew McIntyre is because she quote unquote maced him. And then she maced him again in the cage match and then Drew McIntyre shakes it off and it's like no you're not Haku Haku shake off mace you're not Haku he should have I feel like he didn't sell the mace thing nearly enough and then to top it all off she has the key locks the door he goes over the side she takes forever to unlock the door and then he beats cross. So it's like, where do you go from here? You're, you know, 50, 50 booking. You're one apiece mm-hmm. in this feud. You've had a strap match and a cage match. Where do you go? And they started off with a strap match. Yeah, they started off. They should have started off with a regular singles with match. a match. That's, that's how you should do and, it. And, th- and then move on to stipulations, not start out the feud with a stipulation match. Because then you paint yourself into a corner, and now it's like you keep having to do stipulations because 
you can't go back to an ordinary match because if there's supposed to be this much animosity to where the feud has required a strap match and a cage match, then you can't just say Friday night on SmackDown, we've got Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross in a one-on-one regular match. It's like you, you can't go backwards. you got to keep, you know, what other stipulation do you add? Because, you know, everybody, you see that, they announce that match and the whole crowd will go, so? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay. But, I mean, yeah, I was I was very bored with this match. I expected a whole lot better, and I just don't feel like they really delivered in this match. It kind of makes me wonder about the color. Um, if No, I do know that Drew McIntyre uh, was fighting the flu. I do know that much. Mm. They okay. did say they they did say that he was sick, but he was determined to have that match. Um, so, so he, get, he was so, so he can get Karen Cross sick. Yeah. <laughs> I've always yeah. thought, you know. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. I mean, this is not the '80s where if you're sick or hurt or whatever, you just keep pushing on through. If you're sick, take the time off. I mean, um, there was. There was enough space on that card they could have pulled that that match for another time and still they could have given some of that time to Lashley and Lesnar. Yep. And then split up the time for every you know, amongst everybody else. And for those of you scoring at home, in case you're wondering why the reference to Haku and Mace, true story. Haku actually did get sprayed with actual mace from a police officer because and, and he did shook not it off. Him at all. He shook it off like he got sprayed in the face with water. True story. There's been 20 different wrestlers that have corroborated that story. Yep. Um, I wonder if that's the same time he broke the handcuffs. Probably. Yep. And um, bit off bit off a guy's nose at a bar. Yeah, Rich grabbed some guy's teeth, just pulled them right out. Um, mm-hmm. He ripped Jesse Barr's eyeball out. Um, and it's not because ha- Haiku is a, a jerk. It's no. just people who test him. Yeah, I heard you're tough. Yeah, and if they like, know he's got their teeth in his hand, he's like, here you yeah. go. Yeah, it's like, here you go. Yeah, he just activated their dental plan. Yep. And, <laughs> and Hope your insurance is paid up. Yep. And and so, of course, they would have to call the cops to kind of brick it up. And they, they maced him, and he just shook it off. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, but I still didn't like the use of the mace in this because Drew McIntyre walked out the door, and she sprayed him. I'm like, that was the whole point. Uh, yeah, know, that was the whole point of the cage is to keep her from interfering. So by allowing her to interfere, you just wasted the cage match. Now... One of the things I think they should have done as far as, okay, she locked it. Well, he just goes right over. Yeah. He should have went to the other side and went over that way. Yeah. Maybe it was for the camera could have them both. Uh-huh. You know, but. Yep. Because I was thinking, okay, this could be intriguing. But no, I mean, he beat him. I mean, it wasn't even close. Uh, she barely had the door open, you know, for carrying Cross mm-hmm. to kind of slide out. Or either that or she should have reached in and tried to pull him out. Um. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the match itself was a lot more boring uh, in color. I don't, I don't know how the Saudis would react to that. Yeah, that that would be an issue if it was if it was in the states. I would say it definitely needs color, but, but I do I do understand that. I don't know how 
they would react to that. Right. I mean, because you never know. I mean, they're very strict on a lot of other things. So, yeah. um, visit in the States and Canada, um, even over in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, catch yourself on it. Well, don't let, don't, don't get caught doing it. Yeah. Don't get caught. You know, yeah. Do like Bret Hart. I mean, he was a master. Oh, no, no. Oh, I'm yeah. Leading. You know, and then and, he would, he, he could, and he could always convince them that he did it the hard way. Then he found out later on, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he, because like he did during WrestleMania 8. He even fooled the referee. You know who the referee uh -huh. was? Roger Ruffin. Roger Ruffin. Yeah. <laughs> um, which Roger Ruffin, he's been on the show before, a great guy, the owner of the Northern Wrestling Federation. Um, that that was actually a pretty fun interview that we did with him. Uh, he just celebrated his 20, 30, 30 or 39th year. 39th year in wrestling, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and they're about to have their anniversary show on the 26th of the Is it 26th or 27th? Uh, let me look and see. It's on a, it's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is on the 24th. Yeah, so that's the 26th. 26. Yep. Yep. Um, and so um, hopefully we'll get an interview. I think, in fact, I need to hit up the hit. hit up. We may have Noah on this coming mm -hmm. Thursday to um, talk about the anniversary show. May have somebody else along with Noah, which would be kind of cool. Cool. Oh, but anyway, um, yeah, back to the, uh, the crown jewel, which is kind of funny. I think crown jewel and I still think like the crown jewels in the tower of London. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, which by the way, if you ever go over there, they put you on this little kind of a, um, a treadmill type, like the moving sidewalk type thing where you're looking, you can actually see the jewels, uh, that I've heard. Yeah. Those aren't the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> so there's replicas. Um, Judgment Day and the OC and the six man tag match. Um, this was a mm -hmm. this was a step above a match on Monday Night Raw. This was thank not you. This is nearly as thank you. I was thinking wasn't nearly as good as I thought it would be, especially with the talent in the ring. Um, even with even with Dominic Mysterio, which he's still green. But the five other people in the match could mask whatever deficiencies he has. But it just, I mean, it just plotted along until like the last five or six minutes. Yeah. Like that final, that final hot tag that Luke Gallows had, that's when everything picked up. But before that, it was just, again, another one. It was just boring until the last little bit. And... Yeah, I don't know. And like, I mean, you hit it right, right in the head. I mean, this felt like a TV match, either Raw or SmackDown, and, yeah, and not even a main event. Exactly, just, just a middle of the card TV match. Yeah, this is. Hey, this tag team has a problem. With this other tag team, by the way, this person who's a friend of the tag team has a problem with the person who's a friend of the other tag team. Mm -hmm. So let's just yeah. throw them all in there. Well, because yeah. you can't, because right now you can't really have a tag match with Anderson and Gallows versus uh, Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio because Dominic's too green. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles will be amazing, of course, mm -hmm. given the talent of those two men. But yeah, this just wasn't what I expected, but the Judgment Day won, which. I agree with because they needed to win. They needed that win 
much more than AJ and the Good Brothers did. And hey, Scarlett, pay attention to Ripley. She's not spraying people with mace. No, she's body she's, slamming people. She's body slamming people, and inter- But the way she interferes is perfect. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, people, Scarlett, you need to pay attention to what Rhea's doing. Did yeah. you catch? Did you catch that Michael Cole referenced the Bullet Club? Yes, I did. I meant the I meant, Club. I meant to text you when I heard that too. He called Luke Gallows Doc twice, which is what he goes by okay. when he's not in WWE. And he by name called uh mentioned uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well he he talked about the championships, the IWGP tag titles and heavyweight title and things like that. Which means it's definitely a new era with Triple H running things. Yes. He's like, you know, yes. we can't sit there and ignore, <clears throat> you know, the fact that there's other companies out there yeah. because we look stupid whenever we have somebody come in. And I know this isn't the era of occupational gimmicks anymore. Yeah. You know, but he's like, well, well, there's no other companies out there. And then somebody shows up like off the street and they're already better than some of our people who have been around a while. Mm-hmm. That makes yep. zero sense. Yeah. So, uh, so it is good that, uh, and they used to have a relationship with IW, IWGP, you know, twenty mm-hmm. some odd years ago. Yeah. I mean, it was a loose relationship, but they were allowing like Hogan to go over there and. Yeah, but that it. was also when it was just that New Japan kept to itself. Now they're doing that expansion into the states, and they're more of competition now than they ever were before before they were just an island unto themselves now literally literally, yeah literally and figuratively but now with their u.s expansion and just new japan's overall product their actually their competition so it's good that they're getting acknowledged though and uh the one commentator during the the kickoff show when he referred to a Butch as um, Pete Dunn, and then he correct, <laughs> then he corrected himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he corrected, and again, I mean, that's the second time in in the past couple yeah. weeks they've done that. And I mean, that does make me wonder because he did correct himself. So yeah. maybe they're, you know, maybe they're thinking, okay, this name Butch is just stupid. Yeah. You know, it sounds like Vince McMahon was watching too much of the Little Rascals. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. you don't even want to know some of the other names he's going to come up with next. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, maybe I have Froggy anyway. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, there's an old, old, old pop culture <laughs> reference for people. Um. But yeah, like I said, I mean, it was just a step above. A TV match, but not even the main event TV match. Oh, now the next match, Braun Strowman and Omos. Um, it was your standard big man match. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that. I mean, Omos looked really good mm-hmm. in this match. Um, I still think he should have won. I don't think Strowman needed the mat needed the win as much as Omos did. Um, the power slam, the power slam on Omos was impressive. It, I give him it that, was. but <clears throat> but it was 
what you would expect from those two guys. Of course, Braun Strowman can't keep his mouth shut on social, on Twitter. I was going to ask and, you if you'd seen some of that. <laughs> yep, he is. I mean, he's gotten roasted by WWE wrestlers, AEW, Impact. The whole wrestling community came after him because, of course, you know, he's making fun of the quote-unquote, you know, flippy guys. And it's like, okay, you're a big monster guy. You have a big man match. Some people like that. A lot of people like the flippy guys. Mm-hmm. I personally like the flippy guys because that mm-hmm. type of athleticism is just amazing to yep. watch. And it's like, this is not, again, this is not the the mid-80s. This is not mid-80s WWF where it's either you're either big or you go home. This is, you know, there's all different types of wrestling for people to enjoy, but he's always putting down his contemporaries and it's like shut up just be quiet if you can't if you can't do any better than this on social media then somebody either needs to take it from you (laughs) or you just need to stop talking on social media but it's just the dude is he's quickly burning every bridge that he has in wrestling and it's a shame too because I mean he could be one of the best big men out there. Oh yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, uh, and rumor you know, and rumor has it this little uh, rant he went on on either Saturday night or Sunday morning whenever he posted it uh, has gotten him some hate backstage. Oh, I can see it because uh, Mustafa Ali has been one of the main people. Have mm-hmm. you seen some of the stuff? I mean, they've been saying to each other. Yep. I've seen that. Um, Will Ospreay had some stuff to say. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, people took offense and they should. It's like, just because you wrestle one style of of wrestling doesn't mean you get to crap on everybody else. If you don't like the, the flippy stuff, then don't watch the flippy stuff. But let other people enjoy what they want to enjoy. And I want to tell him, by the way, the reason why you don't like the flippy stuff is because you can't do the flippy stuff. You can't do the flippy stuff. Yeah. Another reason why he doesn't like the flippy guys is because they get four and five star. They they put on four and five star matches. Braun Strowman ain't putting on a four or five star star match. Mm -hmm. Um, And almost is way, way too Well, He's way too big because you can only do so. The bigger you get the less yeah. you're able to yep. do, which is a weird yeah. kind of a, yeah. um, I mean, seven, three, 416 pounds. There's only so yeah. much he's going to be able to do. Right now. Granted when he lands that big club and blow, yeah, it's going to have some impact. You know, oh, yeah. so you don't expect somebody that big to do a lot. You don't expect to see them doing a drop kick. I mean, because, well, if he could probably lay in the middle of the ring, lay his, toes up under one side and reach back and grab the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he is that big. Yeah. You know, um, because if the ring is, you know, of course, 20 by 20. Um, no, I mean, okay. I may be pushing a little bit. He's seven, three. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He would have to have about a 14 foot long arms. You yeah. Know, to do that. But I mean, if he's stretched, he might be able to. His, his tippy toes are touched. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're, you know, you, if he's going to do like 
like a regular vertical suplex on somebody. Mm-hmm. He he would have to do it corner to corner just to make sure he had room. Yep. And if he's going to try to do any kind of move, uh, if he if he were able to jump, which I'm pretty sure you know he's going to have a little bit of ups on him because I mean the man played college basketball at South Florida, right? So I mean he's going to have some some jumping ability, and you're not going to have you know it just does not leave a lot of room mm-hmm. uh, for doing a lot of moves and and Strowman, yeah, getting him in that power slam, I mean it was impressive. Um, and I will have to agree once again with the dad world Order podcast, cause they actually talked about it. He should have not beat him with just one power slam. Because, no, it should have taken, yeah. I mean, it should have taken three or four to put him down. Right. One power right. slam should not have been able to put him down. Right. And I mean, and now granted, I'm not big on doing the, the finishing moves over and over and over again, but they've been trying to build this guy up. Yeah. He just got beat by one power. And that was really the only offensive. I mean, this was almost just like Braun or um, this was just Brock like. and Bobby. Yeah. It yeah. was one guy dominated, one guy dominated. Last guy hit one move at the very end. Boom, done. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yep. he escaped. Yep. And uh, this was, I don't, maybe a little more than a, like a raw match. Mm-hmm. But not much more, and no. I didn't like the ending. Almost should have gone over. Uh, MVP mm-hmm. was not there, and I actually did not know. I didn't even think about it until that was actually something else they mentioned. I didn't know this about MVP. He yeah. was, yeah. He, um, I did, I did, I did know that, and I didn't think about it. But yeah, he um, when he was in prison. And which a lot of people don't know. Yeah, he actually his story is actually a redemption story. Yeah, yeah, really is. I mean, he spent nine and a half years in prison for armed robbery, mm-hmm. and he converted to Islam while he was in prison. Yep. Now he said, you know, he's actually called himself an atheist, you know, and an infidel. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's illegal over in Saudi is uh-huh. convert, yep. you know, leaving Islam. Yep. Um. And I cannot think of the actual definition. The definition actually applies to any religion when you convert um, mm-hmm. from one to the other. But for, uh, apostasy. Oh, okay. Apostasy, yeah. Um, but for them, if you leave um, Islam, you know the, it is punishable by death. And if it doesn't matter if he's not even a citizen over there, you know the way they mm-hmm. look at it is you left. So, you know, yeah. he's like, and he's probably like, yeah, I ain't going over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's smart enough to know. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going over there. Um, of course, actually, with with his record, he may not be able to go anyway. You know, right? Because um, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of companies countries are like, you got that? What kind of record? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, mm, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you were jaywalking. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <clears throat> You know, we don't like, yeah, we got, we got strict laws against it over here, <laughs> but, um, but I, I like MVP. I really like him as a manager. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. I've said it before. I like him better as a manager than I do as a wrestler. Yeah. As a manager. I mean, as a wrestler, I mean, he was, he was good, you know, mm-hmm. but he was never like way at the top. A manager though, he is up there. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. it's guys over. He's a good mouthpiece. So have him do that. But he wasn't there yep. for this one. Right. 
and I mean, honestly, I don't know if it made a difference because I mean, even um, because I mean, we know it's it's they already had it determined that Braun was going to go over, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And now, if the match were to happen now after Braun's been, you know, yapping his flap on Twitter, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I don't think the outcome will be the same. But, and speaking of people not not coming over to Saudi for the um for the matches, the Usos, you know, part of the bloodline. Yep. And Sami Zayn, of course, did not go. And the crowd sure was chanting for him. They wanted him. Yeah. And I they was I was actually kind of I, I was I was liking that because it's yeah. not the people, it's the government. the government. Yep. And you know, for them to chant, we want Sammy, we want Sammy. And then Jay turned around. Well, you ain't getting him. Whatever he said, that was actually pretty funny. I thought. Yeah, yeah, you ain't getting him. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean this match. I mean it. It ended, and of course, I mean the way we figured it would. I mean Usos retained. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I did like. The top rope 3D. It looks like Jimmy might have hurt his shoulder on the you know when he yeah. came, when he landed, but it was um it was a good match. I thought it was a really good match. Um, Usos won, which they should have. It's not time to take the belts off of them yet. Um, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Checking my connection. We got a little bit of lag. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll, I will keep going. Just make sure I'm not suck, you know, eating into my own bandwidth. And okay, these two are good. So, okay. Um, yeah, I tried to check mine too. But I mean, the match was hard hitting like we thought it would be, you know. Um, yeah. And they were, they were, were talking about, Jay hurting his arm. Was that a work or is that something that actually happened? Uh, I don't know because that's the first that I've seen. That's the first that I've heard of it. I haven't seen it anywhere on social media that he is legitimately hurt. So I'm hoping that that's a work because that would suck if he, you know, in the middle of this historic championship reign that he's hurt. Just like I'm hoping that Jimmy's shoulder's okay because you know, they are literally on the run of a lifetime. And mm-hmm. I would hate for one one or both of them to get injured and have to drop the titles because of injury. So, but I don't know. That's the that's the first that I heard of it. I noticed the hand was wrapped, but yeah. the sleeve the sleeve wasn't a big thing because he wears that off and on sometimes anyway. But I noticed that the hand was taped up, but that's the first I'd heard of it was when Michael Cole said it. Um and they're mentioning apparently on SmackDown it's them and New Day, and for the tag titles, and it's like yep. this is like the day, I guess. Um, what well, they're saying is that whatever of day that if if they yeah. beat, if they beat New Day, they'll pass them up. You know, the very next day. Yeah. 
and they'll pass them. Yep. And New Day look like they're trying to turn heel. Maybe it's just to stop them from passing them up. Could be. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to that. You know. Uh, yeah. But oh, just a real quick break break from wrestling just got a notification unc wilmington at north carolina right now college basketball season is upon us my friend all right north carolina's play they starting at run tonight in case anybody's wondering Dwight and i are both big north carolina fans with yeah. me you know i was born in north carolina lived there for almost 15 years but Dwaylon was born and then raised in Kentucky, so yep. he's breaking all sorts of Commonwealth laws <laughs> <laughs> by being a North Carolina fan. Um, but that's that's cool. It means he's on he's on my team. So, <laughs> but the uh, the penultimate match, if what do you want to call it, the next to last. I've, I've been yeah. like using that word penultimate. You know, trying mm-hmm. to feel like like Matt Mims, trying to you know increase my vocabulary. Right. Yeah. Um. But Bianca and Bailey, the last woman standing match. Um. Um. What did you think of it? It started out slow mm-hmm. to me, and then when when they started going out outside the ring, yeah. and using the weapons, and then using the golf cart, which I was like, oh, okay, that's different. Um, mm-hmm. they better be glad that, you know, in the past couple of years that the Saudi government's allowing women to drive again. Yeah. You know? and, and sadly, I mean, that's one of the things I thought of was, wait a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and it shouldn't matter, but, but she got yeah. the golf cart and just, and I, <laughs> I wanted to see her just. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, I thought it was a good match for the stipulation. I think it went a little long. Yeah. And Bailey should have won. Nothing against Bianca Belair. She's been a fantastic champion. Bailey should have won because now Bailey's lost back to back title matches against mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. Try to justify so, giving her another one. Yeah, where where do they go from here? You know, her you know, her partners have the women's tag titles. Bailey has no championship. Her partner should have came out and helped her with this one. That's what I figured was going to happen, mm-hmm. but they didn't. But and instead, she got trapped up under a ladder. Yeah, which mm, I, I didn't really That's, like that spot because she could have gotten out. Yeah, you know, just slide uh, one just, way or the exactly. other. Exactly, just slide out of it. Just slide to the side. That's all you had to do. Yeah. Um, but it was it, it was a good match for before the stipulation. Both women worked hard. Uh, I just think the wrong person won in this case. Yep. And, whew. yeah, they are. They're going to be hard to justify giving Bailey another title shot because she's lost, lost two. Yeah. She's like, well, I've already beat you twice. Right. You know, now if she was a face, <coughs> if she was yeah. a face, you could actually run the thing. Well, she get, you know, if she does this, she can get one more shot. Right, but as a but heel, as a heel like you've already yeah. had you've already had two shots in a row and you couldn't get it done. So why are we giving you another one? 
Yep. Oh, but you know who would know the answer to that? Ted. Ted would know. Yep. Yep. Ted would absolutely know. Uh, on my way home today, actually, as I was waiting in the Chick Fil A line in Eastgate because my <laughs> son wanted Chick Fil A, I saw. I was like, "You want Chick Fil A?" Because my wife's been sick, so she has been able to cook really. And mm-hmm. and so I decided, all right, fine, I'll stop by. Should have known better because that particular Chick Fil A is always busy, and I was in mm-hmm. the drive. Even ordering ahead on the app, I was still in the drive-through line for over an hour. So I listened to Ted's latest podcast, and right. once again, I mean, now he did give the update on his Antarctica meet and greet. You know, there <laughs> uh, he has not just no one wrestling podcast, and there he has the number one podcast. Period. Exactly. So I mean, um, and right now they're trying to get all the transportation worked out. Um, his helicopter. You know, his his assistant actually has the helicopter out right now. And he's, you know, flying back in California, which, you know, coming back from California is going to take a while. It's in a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he decided a helicopter, but it'll save on fuel, you know, save on fuel prices. So, uh, but there you go. But people go listen to The Hill Truth with Ted. You know, um, he's everybody's favorite wrestling podcaster right now, I'd say. Yeah. And part of that is because Ted does his best to kind of get everybody connected. So we're all one big family. That was actually his goal. He told us, you know, when yeah he first contacted us and he's trying to build the internet or the podcast wrestling community or the wrestling podcast community. Have you want to look at it? But along with Ted, we also have wrestling with the truth. That's going to be the podcast that Dwayne and I were supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're supposed to be their guests at the end of this month. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Another great pie. They're they're actually wrestling with the truth. At the Hill yeah. Truth, you have wrestling with the truth. And then I also talked about the Dad World Order, uh, their podcast. Um, you know, which is a new one. I just, in fact, I met the guys before I actually watched right. their podcast because they're on YouTube. Um, and then I went to go add them on Twitter. Turns out we've been following each other on Twitter for, <laughs> for a little bit. Anyway. <laughs> and it's like okay, so. Um, so at that age, it was always cool. You know, you get to meet some of the people that, mm-hmm. yep. you know, you, you only know them from, you know, the internet. And then all of a sudden, right. you meet them in real life. I mean, it's always a, a cool thing. But, um, yeah, definitely check them out. They run their stuff through StreamYard, kind of like TNC Sports Talk does. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually taken – he's actually been hurt again. So he's mm. kind of taking a break for a little bit, um, trying to – you know, we're talking about Justin from TNC Sports Talk. Um you know, so he's trying to get a lot of things sorted out, you know, um, for that before he can really get back into right. uh, the scheme of things. So, um, but yeah, definitely go check out all those podcasts. Like I said, whenever I post this, I'm going to give them another shout out on Twitter. Um, like I did before. And, and there's another wrestling world is another one that I've been listening to lately. And it's just one guy, Austin Boyer. And he does a, a pretty decent job at it. I mean, and like I said, he's by himself. And so, I mean, he just, he doesn't skip a beat. He's just going um, and just doing his thing and doing doing a pretty good job. He's a big, big Bray Wyatt fan. Okay. You know, so uh, let me make sure I got the actual name correct because every once in a while I'll screw something up. Wrestling World. Yeah, that's it. Just Wrestling World. So... Uh, and Northern Wrestling Federation, they also have their own podcast now. 
Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, that one's with Wildcat Chris Harris, who's been on the show, and Kirk Shepard, who has not been on the show, but I wouldn't mind having him on the show sometime. Right. Uh, but the last match, and this was the one that the whole world, I said, the whole world is watching. Because this was the one because of one of the participants. Yep. It, it was pretty intriguing. And you said it best before we started recording. You got to repeat that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, how is Logan Paul better at wrestling than Dominic Mysterio? I don't understand. I know everybody progresses at a different pace. But Dominic has been around this business his entire life and has been trained by the greatest luchador ever in Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul's had three matches and looks better in the ring and looks more comfortable in the ring yeah. than Dominic Mysterio does. I, You know, when I texted and said, he's legit, and I put it on, on Twitter, I said, he's mm -hmm. legit. And I meant that. I mean, he he was impressive in his first match at WrestleMania uh, when he was teaming with The Miz. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then The Miz turned on him and gave him the Skull Crusher finale, which, by the way, everybody talks about some of the greatest finishing moves. I think that is one of the best finishing moves. It's because you can do it on anybody. You can do it at any point of the match. Mm -hmm. but anyway, I digress. Um, but, yeah, he went against The Miz and looked even better. Yep. And the reason why he was in this match, even though it was only his third match ever, it wasn't like he said, I want to have this match. It was the Saudis and said, we want him in this match. Yep. So he used his podcast to start, you know, start the feud with Roman. And it just went from there. Uh, but yeah, he was extremely impressive. I have yeah. nothing bad to say about his in-ring work. Um and it does suck that he ended up getting injured in yep. this match. And not just, um, not just tore, a little injured either. No, tore his ACL, MCL, and there was something his, else too. His meniscus. Meniscus, that's it. Basically, he destroyed uh, his knee. Basically, yeah, is what he it comes just down destroyed to. his knee. Yeah, and he's looking at, usually when people, people in wrestling do that, that's about a year that mm -hmm. you're gone. Uh, between surgery, recovery time, training to get back, and all that, um, and they, and that's on guys who have been wrestling night in and night out. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not someone who's three matches in. His recovery time, I'm, I'm sure, is going to be longer than your average wrestler would. And one question I do have coming out of the match were, who were the two guys at ringside? Uh, they were uh, on his podcast. There's there's some of his guys that okay. uh, are on his podcast. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're friends of his. Yeah. I was wondering about that because I'm because I felt bad for one of them. Like, hey, uh, that's his cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his phone. That's his. Um, Y'all going to give him back his phone? And then he got beat up by the Usos, and yeah, and that felt really bad for him. Like, not only does he not have his phone, but now he gets beat up. Yeah. But Roman Reigns, his selling in this match was spectacular. I mean, Logan Paul absolutely 
pulled his weight, but Roman also made him look like a million bucks. The facial expressions, the the trash talk that Roman would do after, at the end of the match after he had won, he's on the ramp and he's like, I don't ever want to see him again, tell him to go back to YouTube. He didn't belong here. Just all of that. It's like, especially the look on Roman's face after he hit the spear and pinned him and he backs away and he has this look like, what was I just in? You know, I was in a bigger fight than I thought I was going going to be. Um, the match was excellent. I thought yeah. it was an excellent match. And I'm never I've never been one to be high on celebrity, you know, quote unquote celebrities being in wrestling matches, but I will give him his due. Um, he looked great in this match. Uh, mm-hmm. the match itself was excellent. Roman won, which is what needed to happen. But I have no problem with the match. Best match on the card, my opinion. Um, you remember what the main event was at WrestleMania 11? Mm-hmm. With Bam Bam and one of, well, arguably the greatest NFL player ever, Lawrence Taylor, LT. Mm-hmm. That match wasn't nearly as good as this. No. And Lawrence no. Taylor, I mean, is a very legitimate athlete. Yep. And Lawrence Taylor played at North Carolina. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Logan Paul, I mean, and you're right. I mean, it's a shame that he hurt himself because now he's mm-hmm. going to be out for at least a year. Yeah. We know that. Um, he could have, I don't know. I think if he would have come back wrestling like full time where he'd be on TV every mm-hmm. single week, I think honestly that would probably hurt his brand some because now it's like, okay, the newness yeah. has worn off. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, he messed his knee up when he did the uh, the buckshot lariat. Wow. That was fairly early on. Yeah. And that buckshot lariat was yeah. pretty impressive. It, it was very impressive. Um, I still think Hangman Page has the best one. I've seen other wrestlers use it, but it it his paws looked pretty good. It looked it looked really good. I have to go back and watch the match and see how he landed on his, you know, feet mm-hmm. when he did that because he had to have landed wrong. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen any, you know, I haven't seen any confirmation, but that's what's been going around on social media is that that's when he hurt, that's when he hurt his knee. Uh, I mean, and it's possible because all that adrenaline could have pushed him through the match, but uh, yeah, but no, it was an excellent match. I mean, it was actually it was a good show. There was a couple of, you know couple of missteps but overall it was a better show than i expected it to be and the main event was excellent uh one thing we forgot to mention was in between the women's title match and uh the last match was there was a promo from bray wyatt yeah i'm already tired of these uh, thank you i was gonna say <laughs> I, was, I was like i'm a i'm a big bray wyatt fan but i need yep, him to here. do something it's like okay you've you've talked this and then you've got the weird uncle thing happening over here. Every time you cut a promo and it's like, just get to it. I just want to know what's, I want to know what, what's happening here. Just, can you get to it? And just, yes. I want to see a sister Abigail. I want to see a mandible claw. I want to see, yeah. You know, uh, some, his, the crab walk. Yeah. You know, I want to see Bray Wyatt get in the ring and actually wrestle somebody. Exactly. Um, 
Again, you know, talking about getting old already, you know, like I said with Logan Paul, if he were to come, yeah, the newness will wear off. We've seen four promos now. Yeah. It's the newness is starting to wear off. The It's like, I need to see where this is going. Yeah. So like, who's like a howdy? I don't care. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you yeah, know, I already, I already don't care. So yeah. it's like, just, just get to it, please. Yeah. His uncle was Barry Wyndham or Kendall Wyndham. Of course, Kendall yeah. Wyndham probably, you know, won't come in, but Barry Wyndham. Yeah. You know, he could, he, that's his uncle. Bring him yeah. in there. Don't tell me, oh, people say, well, what? Maybe it's Bo Dallas. No, Bo Dallas is his brother. That's weird. Yeah. You, you know, when your brother's your uncle, mm, yeah. You know, we're not even going to talk about. No. Nah, nah. nah. But yeah, get Bray in the ring. Mm-hmm. He's so popular with people. I mean, we're already, it's four weeks into it, and we're already like, are you going to wrestle anytime soon? You know, instead of coming out and you're talking about your feelings. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I granted, you know, we all talk about our feelings. We don't want to talk about our feelings, but we don't do it in the ring. We don't do it on here. We talk outside of this. Exactly. You know, so Bray, get to wrestling. That's what, you know, we want to see you wrestle. I want to mm-hmm. see him. I want to see him put on the Cape Fear. You know, the, I want to go back to the original Bray Wyatt, but yeah. And go back right. to, go back to live in fear with the song. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not a fan of the new one. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad song, but it's definitely not as good as live in fear. Nope. And I will say though, it was kind of cool seeing all the Saudis do the fireflies. Yeah. You know, that so, was cool. Yep. So, whew, but yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, I think WWE, I mean, when it comes to their pay-per-views, their, their premium live events, I mean, they've actually been yeah. net positive for the last however many it's been. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully survivor series will kind of continue that. Hopefully. You know, um, supposed to be war games. I have not mm-hmm. seen any matchups set in stone yet. Of course, uh, uh, yeah, they haven't had anything yet. They they've got to get to work though. They've only got three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. I mean, I granted there for a little bit. Remember, they were doing a pay per view every month. They were doing like two pay per views every month, and so they were, mm-hmm. but they were hot shot and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, Triple H, they probably already have some matches set in mind. Yeah, probably. Um, Seth Rollins is apparently a face now. I don't like that. I like Hill Seth Rollins. Yeah, I do too. Um, uh, I can't think of any of the other ones. I can't either. We'll see what happens on Raw tonight and SmackDown on Friday. Yep, but Thursday, like I said, we may uh, we might just have an interview. You know, our friend Noah Gabriel mm-hmm. supposed to be coming back. Uh, hopefully, he may have the prodigy Kobe Kane with him. In fact, as soon as we get off here, I will. Send both of them messages. Just kind of a reminder. Hey, just want to know we're still good. So right. Uh, also trying to set up something else on another day, another interview. I have not. Mm-hmm. Gotten a, I have not gotten a response yet. Okay. You know, but then again, it also took the person last message I sent. It took a while for mm-hmm. that one because I was even thinking, okay, I'm being ignored. And I said, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, this one I need a response before the day of. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, that'd be nice, but I'm not going to sit there and get mad at the person because I mean, they're busy. They have, a, they also have a life. So, yep. Um, but, uh, I cannot think of any other news. Oh, I think that's it. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, now I'm going to have to like, I guess, turn on raw to see what's going on, <laughs> but all right, my friend until right. Thursday, I will talk at you. So good night and God bless. All right. God bless. <laughs>